History Makers with Matt Prater. Coming off of drugs, you're going to have emotional problems, but I kept chasing after God. And he's using this vehicle to bring people out of the dark into the light. And I went forward and I knelt at the front, and it was a radical conversion experience. And that's where the big change happened, and that's where we decided we're going to use our music for God, we're going to change our songs. When I was about 25 years old, I was uh, busted and into jail, and it was there that I came to the Lord. History Makers with Matt Prater. Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're hearing from singer-songwriter Dami Im. My good friends Andrew Robinson and Becky Johnson caught up with her recently. And we are very excited because we're catching up with Dami M joining us on the phone. How are you? Hey, I'm good, thank you. How are uh, you guys? Yeah, well, good. how's it going? Back, good to be back on tour. Yeah, it's good. It's been good just to get out again. You know, yeah. doing my thing. It, yeah, it must yeah. feel a bit unusual in a way. I mean, obviously, it's exciting to be back, but then there's, there's sort of this thing of like, oh, you know, how do we do this again? Like, what's it been feeling like? Yeah, I, I think I yeah I've I've forgotten some of the. You know, things that go on like, oh, how to, I don't know, just like I, I had this mild excitement bubbling up, but also like, oh, like, will I remember everything again? <laughs> yeah, that's right. Will I know? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, but it, it, yeah, I remember it again. Um, yeah. as soon as I it, it must be like riding was, a bike, yeah. I guess, is it? You just you know, get back on yeah. and keep on going. Yeah. And then you see the audience and you, you know, get the feedback and like you just, it's, um, I think it's, it's like, like an old time friend and you're just catching up again and it just Aww. feels really nice. That's yeah. cool. Excellent. Oh, that's great. I'll enjoy that. And I guess you're yeah, having new music come out. Uh, I'm interested to know, like your new single, Lonely Cactus, was it written during COVID, pre-COVID? Like what was the actual timeline for it? Yeah, so it was very much 2020 during COVID. Okay, wow. Yeah, and everybody... You know, we all got different hobbies and obsessions like baking banana bread and <laughs> yeah. sourdough. Doing, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, and like going for walks and all different things. And I became really obsessed with cacti, <laughs> um, cactus plants. And so I thought, I want to write a song about it. And um, I, that's how it literally started. I was like, I'm, I, I really want a song called something cactus and <laughs> yeah it's but it, but it's got a deeper meaning it's not just uh yeah. you know it is a cool funny it's about yeah it's a cool yeah. message actually that's in there it's i guess it's all around the, the, the prickles that we kind of you know mm. have there that sometimes we don't even mean yeah yeah it's sort of like you know when we're alone like we all feel like we all know we should socialize more and we we mm. need to find more friends and that community it's good for us but then at the same time when you're by yourself, you're like, yeah, I don't need people. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And you, yeah, you, you just, it's like that, that weird thing where, you, you know, you want people to like notice me and then you're like, nah, leave me alone. You know, it's like, I'm always feeling both of those things. Mm. So yeah, I, I think we all kind of felt that, especially during COVID, having so much time by ourselves, we really crave, you know, that connection, but then also... And when you're we, actually with other people, yeah. you're just like, Bleh. Oh, that's all right. That makes Prickly. me feel better because now that we're out and about and, you know, juggling kids after school activities and what to do in the weekend, I'm sort of like, I could just, you know, stay home for three days. That would be nice. So, yeah, it's right, that, it's getting right, that mix. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you, you're you going to keep wanting the other side that mm. you, you're, you can't have. So mm. Yeah. Well, so pretty exciting to, to watch the way that things have uh, continued to unfold for you. I mean, obviously, it's been quite a journey, you know, obviously – X Factor back in the day. I mean, that's 
seems like a bit of a distant memory now, but I mean, that was kind of the genesis of it all for you as far as your, you know, sort of mm. coming to uh, a bit of fame, hey? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's been a long journey and a really, you know, fun and exciting one, but also tough at times. And it's just been, yeah, a huge uh, learning curve. And um, I think I feel really good now, you know, just having gone through different experiences and done Eurovision and mm. worked with different labels and I think the more experience you get, you learn more about what you want to do and how you want to do things. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and, and 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 I guess Lonely Cactus and this tour, it's more. I've now I know more about what my music should sound like and what I want it to sound like, what I want my audience to feel in my shows. And so yeah, it's it's nice having that bit of confidence. What's been the, the learning process for that? Because, I mean, obviously that's an important thing to understand. You know, to, I guess that's the why. Like, you know, why am I doing this? What am I trying to achieve? What's been the process of actually coming to that realisation? Have you had, like, mentors or people that have actually helped coach you through all that or have you just kind of discovered it along the way? Well, you know, at the start I, I did feel like there was really no one to really guide you because you don't – no one is actually there to – teach you you know um now that you've you're a signed artist and you get to do these things and you you work with all these different people in the industry this is how you should behave and this is your goal and no one really ever guides you through that and also you know you have your friends and family that are they lo- they love you, but no one actually understands how it all works mm. either and what you have to go through. So that for me, that was just a lot of um, trial and uh, trial and error, and yeah. just, you know making lots of mistakes and just trying different things. And then I think after a few years, um, yeah, I, I found the right people to help guide me through a little bit, you know, and also found more confidence in myself and also just. I think, you know, uh, like my faith has been a big part of it as well because at the start I was just, you know, I had my faith but it was very naive just thinking, yeah, I must change the world. Boom. It's like it doesn't quite work like that, you know. You can't, you know, I didn't know how or what to do and, you know, there's just so many different parts of being an adults uh, living in this world like all of those things that I just had to learn as well as those deeper things and meaning and you know it was all very confusing to be honest yeah (laughs) um but yeah I I think it's it's a combination of just figuring things out and just taking it step by step and also finding the right people around me it's a it's an interesting dynamic isn't I mean I've been thinking over the last few weeks actually about this I'm not sure if balance is the right word, but having you know, like faith, family, and then obviously you know your your work, like whether it be a business or you know what you're doing in entertainment. But having, I guess, the right mix and the right priorities and all that can be a, a real mm. you know challenge. I think at times to sort of get the right fit in all that. Yeah, yeah, and I think you know even within my group of you know Christian friends and communities, there people are people think differently you know Mm. some people are content just doing you know just any kind of job and just you know living their lives having their family and you know they're just content 
being like that, whereas some people are a little more driven and they they believe they they have a calling in a you know uh, in a job in in what they do and um, yeah, for me it was also figuring that out. It's like oh, I've you know I've I've been successful in you know more than I thought I would be. So what does that mean? And is that even necessary as a Christian? Is this mm. good or is this bad? Like, what does this all mean? So yeah. there was just a lot of questions that I sort of just had to find answers to. And I guess, yeah, we're all, I guess, called differently and we have different roles in our lives. And I guess as long as we're always connected to God, and I think it's important to have, you know, have the connection with our other sisters and brothers in Christ to, you know, have that mm. connection and community. But I think then we all still have to, yeah, work out how, the, in the details, like how to actually do that balance you were talking about. Yeah. And so, yeah. We all have our own walks and we all walk our own way. And, you know, sometimes we yeah. stumble Absolutely. and he pulls us along. And then other times we, you know, I feel like he reveals a little bit more each time. And so, yeah, yeah we all have our own walks. And I think that I think that's important that we need to remember that even two people doing the same thing will be doing it a different way because we're all called to a different purpose. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, and and also you know just not being too afraid of mm. making a mistake. And I think that that was part of you mm. know, me going. You know, I, I was always so afraid of oh, what if I take the wrong turn and you know it all fails and I fail myself and God and you know, but. It's like no, no, no. If, if as long as you are walking with God and you know you hold on to Him, it, it's okay. Like even if you make a mistake, you can always turn back and it, you know keep walking and you know keep correcting and He'll guide you. Yeah. Are there people that have been sort of inspirational to you in that respect, whether it be around you or even like biblical figures that you've been able to look to to say, you know, these people have kind of inspired me in the direction that I've gone or the the way that I've you know, lived out my Christian life. Well, at the start, I was very much inspired by, you know, Esther being, you know, being there for such a time as this. And, you know, this, I guess it was inspiration. She was very inspiring to me because she was all, you know, like she was out there. She was in danger and, and still standing there with such courage. Um, because she believed that God called us, called her mm. in that place for for a purpose. So there was a bit of that that I, I I really wanted to be a bit like that. And then and then of course I'm not you know that brave. Much <laughs> 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 courage. So then I think also you know having Noah, my husband, is like mm. he's always a really good friend and a inspiration. You know he he's always He's very different to me in that way. Like he, he, He's very chilled. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I'm, a, I'm a lot more intense about everything, whereas he's very like, oh, you know, it's, it'll work work itself out. And, oh, you know, God will lead us. Like, eh. like sometimes I, 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 I worry that he's, you know, he, he, he's too casual and doesn't <laughs> seem to – he's not worried. But then sometimes I'm like, yeah, that's – I need a bit of that. And yeah. so I think that balances that out. It's a great balance, well. isn't it? You know, when you've got that, I mean, obviously the two opposites there that actually become, you know, they sort of be- benefit each other in that respect. Like, you know, maybe you've dragged him into things that uh, he might not have done, but then maybe he's pulled you back or, or tempered you in ways that uh, 
would be beneficial as well. So there's a great synergy there, isn't it? Yeah, I think so. And uh, yeah, I, I think if I was married to someone just like myself, I would, yeah, I wouldn't have survived anything. <laughs> no, we all even each other out. It's really good, isn't it? Yeah, so true. <laughs> Well, it's exciting to watch. I mean, yeah. uh, you know, you you mentioned things like Eurovision just in passing, but I mean, the significance <laughs> of that coming. is just like amazing <laughs> when you think about it. I mean, it really is a significant, not just that, but other things. You know, your number one hits and the different awards that you've received. I mean, you really have achieved so much in in just a few years. Oh, so we we really are very proud of of the yeah. work that you've done. But wonderful to hear, you oh. know, the fact that you, your Christian faith, faith has really gonna... carried you through it all as well. Thank you. Thank you so much. I mean, like, yeah, I'm, I'm very grateful for everything that I got to experience. But also, yeah, it's, it's great that, you know, at the end of the day, what I learned was that without faith in God and, and knowing that there is more to everything in this world, um, you know, without that knowing that truth, I think it, it, it's, it's all so empty, you know, everything's exciting until it isn't. Mm. And yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's a good so point. So I'm, I'm just, yeah, grateful that there's always something for me to come back to and it doesn't have to be my everything and, mm. you know, and my be it an end all or anything like that. So Yeah, that's great. Well, thanks so much for your time today. It's been wonderful chatting and uh, certainly mm. uh, enjoying just watching your continued progress uh, in the music industry. What's next? I mean, have you got uh, some more, you know, are you writing some new songs or what's happening that's kind of maybe just over the horizon? Yeah, so I've been working on my next album for uh, to come out this year. So that will come out. Woo! Yay! Um, and yeah, planning some more shows as well, hopefully. I did some shows in New South Wales last week, so hopefully more in uh, Queensland and Victoria. So Excellent. Excellent. Oh, that's great. Uh, we'll keep an eye on the website, dharmiim.com, uh, is where you can see all the details of uh, Dami's tours and all the other stuff that's uh, coming out down the track. But uh, once again, thanks so much for your time, Dami. It's been wonderful chatting with you today. Thank you so much. If you'd like to hear this conversation again, listen online anytime at historymakersradio.com. There you'll also find links to all of our social media channels and you can subscribe to our iTunes podcast. History Makers is a faith-based ministry and we want to thank everyone for their generous support. If you've got a suggestion of anyone we should interview, send us an email, info at historymakersradio.com. God bless. I'm Matt Prater and my challenge to you now is to go and make history. This year is the 50th anniversary for the Bible League. They're celebrating all that God's done in their ministry and they're praying into all that He's going to do in the next 50 years. Ephesians 3.20 says that God is able to do immeasurably more than all we ask or imagine according to His power that's at work within us. To Him be the glory of the church and in Christ Jesus throughout all generations. If you'd like to support the Bible League as they reach the generations to come, go to BibleLeague.com.au. Station sponsor.